Good morning, it's January 25th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. You know, some Republicans like to shoot themselves in the foot. They like to grab defeat from the jaws of victory, and it happens over and over. And what I'm talking about today is a plan being offered by a group of far-right conservatives in the House of Representatives to do away with the income tax and replace it with a national sales tax. Now, some might call this a consumption tax. These conservatives, led by Buddy Carter, congressman from Georgia, would replace the income tax with a 30% sales tax on all purchases. And they say this will replace not only the income tax, but Social Security and Medicare taxes. Now, we have a progressive tax system in this country, and it's been debated for as long as the income tax has been around. The income tax was first introduced in the United States in 1861. Due to the cost of the Civil War, Congress placed a flat 3% tax on all income exceeding $800. Now that's been modified over and over, and it's became a graduated tax, and that was finally repealed in 1872. But the idea had been planted and wasn't going to go away. In 1909, the 16th Amendment to the Constitution was passed by Congress and ratified by the states in 1913. This set up the current Internal Revenue Service and the income tax. This was in response to a Supreme Court case in 1895, Pollock v. Farmers Loan and Trust. This stated that taxes on rents from real estate on interest income from personal property were direct taxes and therefore had to be apportioned. So Congress enacted the income tax in October 1913 as part of the Revenue Act of 1913, levying a 1% tax on net personal incomes above $3,000 with a 6% surtax on incomes above $500,000. By 1918, the top rate of the income tax was increased to 77%. That's on income over a million dollars. Remember, that's 1918, the equivalent of almost 20 million in today's dollars. And that was to finance the First World War. The average rate for the rich, however, was 15%. The top marginal rate was reduced to 58% in 22, to 25% in 25, and finally to 6, 24% in 29, and then went back up in 63% during the Great Depression, and finally reached 94% during World War II. I give this background to illustrate that we, how we've arrived at our current tax rates. I'm old enough to remember when tax rates were higher, but there was a myriad of deductions available to everyone, so those rates were not real. The only rate that matters to individuals is your effective tax rate. To arrive at that, simply calculate the percentage of your income you pay in federal income taxes. For most people, that number is well below 15%. And that brings us back to the so-called fair tax. This idea of a flat tax or some form of fair tax has been floating around for as long as I can remember. But in my opinion, this version of a fair tax is both impractical and the middle class and lower income people highly punitive. Congressman Carter counters this by saying there would be a rebate program for people to soften the blow. He calls it a, quote, family consumption allowance. Carter is then up against the Constitution. As I said, the income tax was instituted with the 16th Amendment. Killing the income tax also sounds good until you realize that a future Congress could restore it if the Constitution's 16th Amendment isn't repealed. Now, Carter's bill tries to dodge this with the provision that would end the sales tax in seven years unless the 16th Amendment is repealed. Good luck with that. And the seven years is how long you have to uh, ratify an amendment. The impact would be huge on how you purchase things. The price of an automobile would suddenly be 30% higher to pay the tax. What about purchasing a home? Would that be 30% higher as well? I get it. Nobody likes to pay taxes, and everyone thinks that someone else should be paying more taxes than they do. There are many inequities in our current tax system, and some changes need to be made, but this is the wrong approach. 
Should a plan like this be implemented? How do you make it fair to retired people who have had their income taxed all the years they were working and now they have to pay a huge sales tax on things they need to live? Groceries would be significant, <clears throat> significantly higher. Gas for their car would jump 30%. Medical care would be much higher. And the list goes on and on. What I can see is an under-table, under-the-table system of purchasing goods and services developing. It's sort of black market for things people need on an everyday basis. Tax cheating would become rampant, and everyone would justify it by saying, well, things just cost too much. Having a sales tax as the only source of public revenue would put a higher tax burden on people making less money. That's because those with lower incomes tend to spend more of what they make, while higher income people tend to save more of their incomes, investing in retirement accounts, securities, and other types of assets. So let's, let's say you're a family of four. You need at least 60000 a year to live before you can save a dime. Under this proposal, every dollar of that income is going to be taxed. On the other hand, if you're making a million a year, you're saving a portion of that, and not all the income is going to be taxed as a sales tax. These are the type of arguments Democrats will make, and they will win the public opinion battle. Congressman Carter thinks he's right, and no amount of debate will convince him otherwise. He's also not factored in that there will be state income taxes and state and local sales taxes piled on top of the 30% federal sales tax. He can come up with all sorts of rebate plans, but in the end, the cost of enforcement and monitoring will be the same as the current IRS. I don't think this bill has a chance of passing, but what bothers me is the word on Capitol Hill is that Speaker McCarthy has promised this group of about 30 to bring the bill to the floor for a House vote. Democrats would cheer this move because it would give them something to point at while saying Republicans are only trying to cut taxes on the rich while they raise them on the rest of us. The media will join in this claim, and no amount of explanation by Mr. Carter and his allies will win the argument. Republicans will effectively grab defeat from victory. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe on the YouTube channel. Thank you for listening.